Oh, hey guys, it's your boy Alex from Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber, bringing you episode 24. Super stoked, almost at episode 25, and uh, so excited to bring you guys so much more and take this podcast to another level for your laughs and your good times and your drives to work, whatever that may be. Today's episode, we are reviewing the movie Manhunt, available on Netflix. We didn't quite enjoy this movie a lot. It's still a great movie by John Woo, but uh, because of that, we got into a little fan fiction debate over Star Wars and a few other things, so this episode's a little different towards the end. We still brought you awesome recommendations that you should definitely go and check out. Keep an eye on our Instagram, HSTSC33, uh, for all for a list of those and a few pictures of those. But I hope you guys enjoy it. We'll come back next week with an even better movie and um, with episode 25. But enjoy. Here we go. Episode 24. Welcome to Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber. This is your Sunday. This is recording is on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday live stream, Friday, Kung Fu Friday release. Yeah. 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 We are a movie review podcast. For all of your big and your small nerd Nerd needs. needs. Even that moth was uninterested in the movie. (laughs) Uh, Not only that, guys. We bring you your uh, binging. Oh, we bring you awesome recommendations weekly. Ooh, I got some recommendations for for you. For your binging, reading, and listening, and gaming needs. Yeah, all your needs. We cover all of it. All, all, all five senses. Yeah, your, your touching needs. Yeah, your smelling needs. But this yep. is not ASMR. And your testing needs. Yeah, testing or tasting. 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 Yep. That's taste testing. Yep. Yep. Testicular. Test. Wait, hold on. Wait. No, that's not right. I was just. I was confused because your phone started ringing. We just give you pleasure in all areas. We do, guys. Um, happy, <laughs> happy. We're just uh, making everything fall today. <laughs> this is fantastic. Um, not every podcast or live stream needs to be a nine eleven. Never we, forget. Not okay? every podcast is highly professional. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're that's working on. Of, that's part of our charm. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, I know how to turn on the charm. We hey. can, you know, Bill Gates started in his parents' garage. Steve Jobs started in his parents' garage. Who else? Michael Michael Jackson? Oh. Started in his parents' garage. Uh, Michael Myers? Started in his parents' garage. <laughs> and Anne Hathaway. Started in her uncle's garage. No, that's the difference. And that's why she's more successful than all those guys. Not really, though. Started in her parents' garage. Started in her parents' garage. Really, though? Um, was it a garage? Would you really call that a garage? It was more <laughs> like a more like a bedroom add-on. I I want somebody to fact-check all of this later. <laughs> Just tell us how freaking messed up we are. We're but ridiculous. guys, we, we did... Um, we reviewed today a movie called Manhunt. Which you guys can access on Netflix. We're trying to make sure we get movies that you guys can watch with us. Um, mm, that way we don't always have to... I mean, to be fair, we've been 
there are a lot of great blockbusters that we went and saw and we have not been disappointed and then we watched this on netflix and we were greatly disappointed yeah <laughs> well you know what it wasn't too bad um too bad oh well um, we can get we can well, get around to it <laughs> Shall we start with our recommendations of the week and then we get into the movie? Heck yeah, let's do that. Nikon's is a great Ooh. idea. Let uh let Myron uh let Myron get us started off with these recommendations. I know oh. he's got a good list okay. right now. All right. So. Myron is Nikonsi. They know by now. <laughs> no, they don't. And also, I don't know if you guys Probably know not. this, but I'm Alex. Who's that guy over there? Oh, dramatic pause you mean me yeah oh. i'm con yeah or cookie ninja carve we're streaming on my twitch so he, so right now he is known as cooking cookie ninja carve anyway <laughs> uh nikonsi what what uh recommendation do you have for us today so this past uh three weeks we have been getting hit with a lot of great music <laughs> especially from, right in the uh, throat, apparently. The Good Music record label, which is Kanye West's record label. Mm. So, first album they released was uh, Pusha T's album called Daytona, which is, uh, and each of these albums is a seven track album, but com- uh, produced by Kanye and Pusha T just fantastic uh, drug raps, high luxury drug raps. Hmm. And he's just so slick with his words. What is drug raps? What is that? Oh, cocaine. Raps on cocaine. Raps oh, okay. Cocaine. He, he talks about yeah. la coca. Yeah. La cocaina. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, now yeah. I get it. But the way he does it is so like, ah, oh, just like. I understand. Flawless. Like, yeah? What's, yeah. what's flawless about it? Like, what do you mean? Like, um, He's just. his. You just need to listen to his wordplay. Really, Between yeah. his, his beats uh that he selects he none of these he he never wants to make a pop record he doesn't want to he doesn't care to be on the radio Mm -hmm. but for this album he wanted um a nice body of work that had a had a beginning and end a complete sentence he said in an interview and yeah he's yeah, everybody's considering this one of the greatest rap records of this year dang i need to go check it out only seven tracks i'm sold but yeah and then after, and then the next following week, Kanye comes out with his album, uh, Fantastic Production. What was the name of that one? Yay. Okay. Is which it, is which it really is though? which <laughs> it it means uh, you, and then it also is a nickname for his full name, Kanye. Got it. And they have some amazing. He has amazing songs on there. There's one about his daughter, uh, that really that you would really love you that just, one it's about just having kids and the struggles and stresses that he goes through and it just hits home it's just like oh so sweet so can i just say that uh Nikonsi gave me the homework of actually listening to the yay album and i was like i don't know after hearing that poopity scoop song which was just just for him to talk shit like it's not a real song. Yeah, I think he had a lot of fun with it. It's not he a real song. He was just being—he's just like I'm gonna hun- honey dick. That's exactly what he did. <laughs> yeah, everybody's waiting for his album. So yeah, he's like here's this. We're waiting for the beat to drop for like <laughs> a minute and forty five seconds. But this, 
despite that, I went and listened to that album, and you know what? It was freaking dope. He even has an amazing song to his wife. Yeah. yeah. Wait, no, the first one? Uh, Not the first one, right? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Because I think I think the first one is to his wife, huh? As uh, well? No, not really. He's it's really about himself and uh, and his. Uh, if he it says, "I thought about killing you." Mm-hmm. Well, this is basically he says that he loves himself so much, and this start this album goes into his his uh, bipolar issues. But he said that it if he loves himself so much and he thinks about killing himself. Mm-hmm. Then all of his enemies, he definitely thinks about killing you. So. Oh, okay. And then he goes halfway in. He starts rapping hard on that track. Old school Kanye. Yeah, yeah. 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 This entire uh, album was. Uh, it was a lot to take. It was a lot heavier than I was expecting from Kanye. And uh, I was telling the rest of my friends like, I enjoyed a lot of the songs on the Life of Pablo, but I didn't enjoy the album as much. Whereas this, I felt like it was a much better contained, like, storytelling out of, what, seven tracks that barely adds up to, like, 45 minutes? Uh, yeah, I really liked The Life of Pablo because it was, um, everything put together of all of his work. And it was based on, uh, Pablo Picasso. Oh, right, right, right. And and his works of art and the period of, of his, his, uh... So him kind of, like... Creativity. Mm-hmm. jumbling it up into one like kind of cluttered uh, abstract mess yes and that's exactly. exactly what that album was um because if you listen to the album you're like there are some songs on there they're like what what is this doing on this album and he's doing what he's doing is he's pulling everything from his whole career mm-hmm. into this final product to where it just looks like a painting by picasso pretty yeah. much dude because by the end of Pablo Picasso's career all of his stuff was okay. was pretty abstract so his whole album he changed two days before releasing it or a few days before releasing it whoa really he, so Kurt Cobainish of him so he has he has a whole nother album that has probably amazing tracks on it uh-huh. but he's holding it yeah. some other time he just he felt that this was the right time to release this music wow that he chose no so it really was even like the song wouldn't leave mm-hmm. uh his wife didn't hear that track until it it played she played it for her that night oh that's dope and man. she was crying yeah. oh yeah yeah but even though i don't know anyway i um, have <laughs> mixed feelings about kim kardashian but anyway yeah i mean <laughs> I don't agree with everything they do mm-hmm. or next to anything they do. Right. But at the end of the day, he makes good music. You s- yeah. He's, his beats, yeah. phenomenal. The, the production value and the way he chooses to layer vocals and then take them away and then isolate them, even pause to where it's complete silence on the track and then rips it to the original sample of what he borrowed and then brings it back to whatever he created is like crazy. There's a reason why he's he's the king and why so many people are asking him to produce their albums for him. You know what I mean? Yes. So, um, yeah, dope, dope recommendation. Thank you for making me listen to that. And guess what? What's that? So that so that was a week after Pusha T's album. Right. Then he released this one. Uh-huh. And then just this weekend, he releases 
a Kid Cudi and Kanye West album. Oh shit! I gotta go listen to that called, immedi- uh, immediately. Kids see ghosts, and it's phenomenal. This shit is crazy. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Sick. Yeah. Okay. Listen to that. I don't care for the first track. Okay, just get through it. Got it. Uh, no, you should listen to or, it once. Or muscle through it. Got yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. Muscle through it. I mean, it is cool until it hits the chorus, which they're just, sometimes they're ridiculous. Even at the end of the chorus, he goes, somebody says, where's the chorus? Like one, <laughs> like either Kid Cudi or Kanye says that on the track. Where's the chorus? That's funny. They're just making gun noises. Oh, okay. it's just ridiculous. <laughs> like, okay. really? What? What is this? And then, but once the, the rest of the album hits... It's like you just want more. You realize the con- the chemistry um, that Kanye and Kid Cudi has, mm. and it's yeah, it's That's a good dope. album. Very and cool. Guess what? Uh oh, more. Guess what? Yes, this Friday, Nas has an album. Oh shit! All produced by Kanye. Wow. And then the following week, uh, Tiana Taylor, who people have been waiting for music from her forever. Since Kanye signed her, he pr- has her album come out, all produced by him. Okay, so uh, what kind of, uh, is she like R&B? Yeah, she's soul? R&B. Cool. Crazy voice. Really? Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, he produced a whole Nas album, like one of the King MCs, Completely under, which is crazy. Like, it's crazy. This like, boy's been busy. Yeah, yeah, one, two, three, four, five weeks of, of Kanye West production. Yeah. Very cool. And ASAP Rocky released an album, which is actually really good. ASAP Rocky, Rocky, yeah, okay, it's a good album. What, what kind of genre is he? He's rap as also well. Also rap, mm. all yeah, all along the rap. lines of like Kanye or kind of like what would you? Uh, he's more chill. Okay, but but he he chooses amazing music, like amazing beats, a lot of uh, LSD and trippy stuff. Sick. Uh, he's good friends with Tyler the Creator. Oh, okay. So it's so gonna be... so they have this kind of outside. Um, they like to try crazy stuff outside the box. Yeah, cool. And then this Friday as well, J Rock from uh, Top Dog Entertainment, who is famous for bringing out Kendrick Lamar, J Rock's album drops. There you go. There's a another one. Yeah, I lost there. count, but. That's like six albums. Six out al- six albums. Like, it's not only is it a blockbuster summer, but it's a freaking summer for good ass hip hop music. Crazy. So go get on your Spotify, get on wherever you listen and, and find these albums. One more. One one <laughs> more thing. Black Thought released an EP. And Black Thought is from uh The Roots. Okay. A long running hip hop group. I know uh, the Roots. Uh, they're on Jimmy Fallon, and you should too. <laughs> but streams of thought, roots. another n- really good EP, just nonstop music. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. Mm. Plenty to listen to this summer. Mm. Junior, you look like you're itching to give us a recommendation. Actually, I've been working all weekend, so I haven't actually had time too much time to like explore like I normally do. Junior got a job. Hey, so Junior, proud of him. Is it? We are. Is this your like first official like? This payroll? is my first. This is my first like. I got this shit on my own. Yeah. Like I've been trying to get a job for a year and a half. Not not successfully, but 
you know, between doing the stream and and then the pod and then going to work at the machine shop, like finally getting my own job so I can work more than 12 hours a week. So Junior's been, big. yeah, you've been adulting like a motherfucker yeah. lately, but he's, uh, he's kicking booty. We're, we're super proud of him. Also, all of the free samples that I've brought home has also saved us a lot of money. That's been pretty. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Nice little benefit. Parks. Well, I I do have uh, a recommendation that you might be interested in. Junior. Oh well, tell tell me so that I can tell you if to, I'm interested. Yeah, and then tell this tell the listeners. <laughs> maybe they'll maybe they'll like it. Uh, I've been I've been well as Nikansi had announced a couple podcasts ago. We're doing a manga or a manga review uh, uh, like blog online. And it's what is it? What is the name of the uh, website? Uh, HSTSC.wordpress.com. Okay, so you guys can go there, and what we do is we call it um, s- skip it to skip or continue. To skip or continue, we'll read the first ten chapters of the manga, and we'll react to each chapter, and then you guys can kind of make your decision from our review. To either skip it or to continue. We're, I think we're going to come up with a more... Skip it or flip it. Like flip the page? Is that... Uh, no? oh, nah. well, All right, we'll work on it. Whoa. We'll work on it. Uh, the manga that I've been reading lately that I freaking love is called World Embryo. Hmm, interesting it, name. It's in, I think it's an older manga, but basically what's going on is... There are these creatures that infect human bodies by riding the electrical r- waves, you know, through our through our. Um, I'm listening, but I also have to check the stream. Report. Sure, sure, sure. They through like the the cell phone waves, right? Like satellite uh, uh, radio waves, I guess. Yeah, radio waves. Yeah. And what happens is they will. If you're if you're walking near them, they will cause a frequency to activate your cell phone, activate a call, and when you pick up the phone call, you get infected by this this creature, this parasite, and you turn into this crazy, like, what they call a. Um, oh my gosh, I'm I'm completely unprepared. Give me a second, guys. This uh, has con- amazing art. Yes, the artwork is is amazing. They're called conchus. And you turn into a conchu and you just basically lose your memory, all your all your being and you go out and you start, you know, just doing you're kind of like a minion of like this what they call the source of the infection and and you just kind of do his bidding. And basically, it follows the story of a kid. His name is Amami or Riku. And what's going on with him is he ends up at a hospital uh, where his childhood friend was at the last place that he saw her where she died. He received a text message from her, but she, wait a minute, she's supposed to be dead. Nanny? What the fuck is going on? Why am I getting text messages? So he went and investigate what was going on, Right. and he runs across two, well, yeah, two people. One was uh, an old buddy that he met at this hospital when he was injured, and 
the other one was just like his just a, a girl that he was with and it turns out that these are what are called jinky users and what jinky users are are these people who i'm gonna need you to spell that a little bit so i can figure out if it's like jinkies as in yikes or is it like j-i-n-k-i jinky jinky wowzers uh yeah and basically you can kind of you can manifest a, a weapon out of thin air and you're able to fight on the same right. playing field as these conchus what's this called again world embryo this is a little this? darker than what you usually yeah read. it is out I'm, of my that's why i was like i'm, impressed I'm looking right now, at this Alex. right now and i'm like it's kind of dark it's out of my realm guys but what i did is i jumped on manga panda.net and i clicked on the old uh, surprise me button Ooh. nice Ooh, i like it and yeah. started to read and well that's kind of exactly what the blog is about right fuck yes <laughs> and i was very pleasantly surprised so the first ten chapters, by the way, guys, is the pro uh, the prologue, no, the epilogue, and basically it's how uh, without any without spoiling anything, it's how Riku- no, you're right, prologue, yeah, prologue, okay, epilogue's at the end. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. good, good, good. So it's basically how Riku gets caught up in this whole mess of the conchus and. He finds in during his first encounter with a Khonshu, um, he finds an egg in in one of the wings of the hospital, mm-hmm. and as he's being attacked by these Khonshus and his his childhood friend and that girl were defending him and trying to save him, the egg kind of there's like a big bright flash of light, and then he wakes up. And it seems like it's a dream, but it, it ends up actually being real. And he gets himself, it unfolds from there. Um, very cool, very cool action, very amazing art. Once you get past chapter 10, holy shit, it takes off. I mean, it's already good, the first 10 chapters, but mm. they go into the concept of what the Khonshu is and how whether or not humans can perceive them. It's real, like... Um, this won't spoil anything. It's called. It's a thing called the memory lapse. It's a makes it, sense. It's makes a sense. side effect that humans have when they see a conchu. They can't actually physically perceive it. This is starting to sound Weird. like trippy. A, I don't know what the name is of it, but it's starting to remind me of a different, um, a very different manga that had lots of crazy fish eyes and stuff. <laughs> well, definitely. I feel like the concept, oh, are you talking about Parasite? No. Oh. Well, definitely go check it out, guys, uh, and check out hstsc.wordpress.com. Mm. When this is released, I would have spent the entire week writing my reviews on each chapter, mm. and you guys can make that decision if you if for yourself. Really quick, Koyos, uh, you know, I, I told you before about Koyomi. Koyo stopped by, uh, and he was wondering what the title for that is, using your butchered Japanese. <laughs> World Embryo. That's so butchered Japanese. I don't even understand what he just said. Such a weeb. What? Try and say it again for me. <laughs> World embryo. Oh, I understand now. Oh, that okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you stopped. understand it. That makes oh, so much. Man. man, I can't wait to talk about this movie as well because shit just 
I just forgot that when they were speaking English in the movie. <laughs> oh, it's so amazing. Should we get into our... Uh, I haven't gotten any recommendations yet. You came up with I went, uh, I, was, I was just kind of waiting um, to really think about it. But Blaze Blue Tag came out. And I don't think I was talking about it last week. But I've been hyped for it. What is Blaze Blue? Yes, you did talk about it last week. I did week. talk about So I actually got to play it. Okay. It's and the fighting game. Yeah, it's the fighting game I was talking about last week. So I actually got to play it. And you remember how I was telling you how Dragon Ball Fighter Z is really easy to pick up? Mm-hmm. This is even easier to pick up. Yeah. Oh, awesome. This is, I'm talking like, it is okay to lower the skill floor for a lot of games. As long as the skill ceiling stays high, you still have a skill gap. Okay. Right? So it's like. Kind of like Super much, Smash. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, everybody knows how to play basketball, but not everybody's actually good at playing basketball. Mm-hmm. That's that's the whole skill uh, skill gap showing up. So definitely Blaze Blue Tag is easy recommendation. Uh, other than that, I there's a couple of uh, just RPGs and stuff that I've been eyeing and I haven't gotten the chance to play. Really particular is a early access title by Hi-Rez Studios. Hi-Rez has made quite a few different games, but they're most notably known for Smite, which is a MOBA game like League of Legends and Dota. However, it is a third-person camera, so it's directly behind the player's avatar. Mm -hmm. Paladins, which is a first-person shooter, and unfortunately, I, I, I think I already said this, but it's like Overwatch. But it is its own game. There's definitely a lot of nuances there that separate it from it. Just the same way that Dota and League of Legends are the same game, but not at all. They actually have been working on it in this project for a long time. Before the fad of like... Huh? <laughs> before the fad of uh, uh, Fortnite, Battle Royale, and PUBG, like Royale games, and H1Z1, and DayZ, and all sorts of mods they were working on this as an april fool's joke Mm -hmm. and then they were like oh wait like we might actually just want to do this as a custom event and then it became its own thing it's called realm royale it is free to play and definitely recommend people give it a shot there's again it's really early act it's early access (laughs) alpha the game looks great and it plays great (laughs) and the numbers need to get altered on the on the uh in the game but i mean it's you know, it's only good for the genre. On top of that, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is going to be coming out later on this year. Uh, that's exciting. Just, yeah, like that's actually going to be fun. It's going to come out on PC. I am just, I, I'm always strapped for money, but <laughs> Destiny 2 has a new expansion coming out. They're aiming for a September release, I believe, maybe mm-hmm. earlier Ooh. than that. And I think we should play this on Xbox. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So Destiny 2, uh, Destiny is made, is, is made by Bungie, you know, the original Halo developers. So this new expansion is pretty crazy because they're basically doubling the roster size for the game. Because currently there's only, there's only like nine abilities across three different classes, right? This new expansion is going to add a completely new zone, some more content, some more gear, some more raids. But also, for, as far as the abilities are concerned, they're going to bump this from 9 to 18. So they're literally doubling the size of how the game wants to work. Dang. Now, 
you you know the way I talk about games. Like I have no idea if this is going to end up being good for the game or if it's going to shoot itself in the foot and be like, why would you ever use the old nine abilities when you can just use all of the new, better nine abilities? Sorry, <laughs> I got big hands. You're very you're very passionate about this. Uh, I mean, you know, you, you listen to me talk about game mechanics on a billion different games at the same time and link them all together because chess. Oh, I just mean because you you hit the mic arm. You oh. were so you were so passionate I about am it. So passionate. Wow. Um, and then before we kick it off to the actual movie music recommendation, I gave you a homework list, but you know, for my other friends, I went to a concert back in um, way at the beginning of June, probably late May. Actually, now that I think about it, talking about Tricon. Yeah, Trico, Trico. Sean, Polyphia. TTNG or this town needs guns. Like. Oh man, this cat! Hold on, let's yeah, find out. Right? The, let's find the source of this meowing. Oh, <laughs> she's her paw. Her paw's. <laughs> she just wants in. She was outside the door and her paw's like this. <laughs> this, is, this is my baby girl. Sock okay, is my that child. makes sense. I was like, where is? Why this? is she's there like, so much meowing happening? Meow. Look at her. She just there. jumped up with it. Oh man! Go to bed. I'll be. We'll. I'll. I'll be in bed soon. All right. We're. We're gonna wrap this up pretty quickly because that was all I wanted to say was the music recommendation, and that leads us to the movie. Oh, also check out this girl named Claro. Music. Yeah, she's amazing. Uh, check it, out. Mm, check out uh, mm. Socks album. She's coming out with the yeah. new one. She's a new vocalist Meow. called Meow. Meow in the City. Meow in the City. <laughs> Uh, who's gonna do the minute the 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 minute plot well, breakdown? Unfortunately, there were too many different plot lines in this movie, Jesus. and this movie was hard to follow. And I just I eventually became disinterested in the movie. <laughs> you should do the breakdown. So the plot breakdown. I'm I'm not gonna don't give me a minute. Like I it's it's there's too many different things. But basically, I give you a minute. Go. Oh, well, there's this guy. We think he might be, you know, just a guy. But it turns out that he's actually a lawyer. And there are two assassins, or at least we didn't think they were assassins yet. But they get to, you know, you know they become assassins. And then uh, a little bit later on, we find out that, hey, wait, what's this plot hole? Oh, never mind. We skip over that plot hole. Um, then somebody dies. And this guy is being framed for murder. Hence the manhunt. He's on the run. And then there's about 15 different plot lines that escape from that. And it's spider webs. And then by the end of the movie, it does not actually connect together. There's just 15 different spider webs now we have to pay attention to. So, I think that was a pretty fair plot. Uh, don't go watch the movie to figure out that <laughs> plot, please. Like, I'm not recommending this at all. Now, <laughs> now wait a minute. We, we watched it and God damn it. We're a movie review podcast, and we're going to give you a reason to to watch it, if not for you and your friends to make fun of, especially when the bad English comes oh, into play. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, well, This movie's runtime was how long? It was like a two-hour movie, I think. I think an hour and 40 minutes. It was a long movie, and I think for the first 45, maybe 30 minutes, the English was fine. I had no problems. I was totally right. like, it's reasonable. And then it became 
unbearable, a, a, a unbearably B-rated movie. Well, <laughs> there's a reason why we chose this film to watch, and it's because it was directed by John Woo. Yes, who is, uh, he's, he is a groundbreaking director. Yeah. Uh, basically, he started the movement for what is known as gun fu. What all of you see in video games and the matrix and all of this bullet ballet where they take these crazy shootouts and just make them insane like I mean, wow you know super cool action speaking yeah. of bullet ballet which like, they do have it in this movie there was a good but only point. like <laughs> one maybe two times yeah one big scene is not enough for me it's not the reason why i wanted to watch this film i will say that one big scene can help a film but it does not make the film yeah. it does not because we, like we just uh we, we haven't released the reborn episode but you know that was scene after scene of amazing that was scenes. no that's what i was gonna say was like that was scene after scene after scene into a like half hour of like this is the final scene yeah <laughs> pretty <laughs> like, amazing that's why i was that's why i was that good this was like what's going on what is going on i'm intrigued still an hour later and i have no idea what's going on still i think and, what took me mm-hmm. out of the movie he had dengue fever was <laughs> <laughs> that yes i also i did have a fever while i was watching this movie so <laughs> but the acid, acetaminophen this movie made him hot and made bothered. Me. Yes, it did. <laughs> I was definitely bothered by the English, and that's what bothered me. I think, like for sure, what what it made it feel like was a cheesy '80s film. I think that there's a perfect amount of English that you can use in an Asian film, <laughs> and then none. And then there's <laughs> none, please. <laughs> And then there's no like honestly they could have like just had the two the girl mm, they could have just spoken for a little bit and then just like all right it didn't make much sense for the because what what they were doing was like they had the Japanese cop interacting with the Chinese lawyer so they spoke English so they to sp- communicate exactly which, which he's which, been living in Japan for. I think four or five years it was established. It's and he's, hard because that's how, that's one of the plot holes I skipped. That was one of the plot holes, <laughs> and he's been communicating with these peeps in Japanese. I'm like, bro, you're fine. Just speak Japanese, and you're gonna be okay. And we're gonna be okay because we don't have to listen to this cop, this Jap- Japanese clock. I will, who, like I said earlier, defend the like first half hour of English. It seemed fine to me, and then it got worse. Well, then it sounded like, like his bee got his 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 tongue <laughs> got stung by a bee, and he couldn't pronounce know. his like his English very. He's like, oh what? What, what was that line? It was, <laughs> it was an epic line. Please. I can't remember, but it was such a good one-liner. <laughs> but oh. it was like uh, he watched um, the Disaster Artist, and James Franco won a bunch of awards for the Disaster Artist for portraying Tommy Wiseau, and he was like, "Okay, I'm gonna deliver my lines like Tommy Wiseau." It's pretty amazing. Uh, Don't die too far if you walk over there to the path <laughs> of enlightenment pretty much what the guy said then gunshots and then gunshots <laughs> yeah um so those that was our impression of the movie yeah uh 
I think we need to go into our rating of it. Oh, before that, I actually really enjoyed... <laughs> Shortest <the> review ever. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed the sound direction. For most of the movie, besides the English, I felt like the sounds were great, minus what I was telling you about, like, oh, wow, man, like, movie magic for guns. <laughs> like, a lot of the sounds felt fine, and then a lot of the music was fun, but overall... So, yeah. <laughs> directing-wise, he's the director of Red Cliff, which is a brilliant movie. Red Cliff is so amazing. It's so grand and amazing. And, the, uh, and then when you watch this, he has weird cuts. Like, between um, regular cuts, and then all of a sudden you get this Star Wars wipe-away cut. This fade-out. I'm yeah. like, I'm expecting battleships. <laughs> one of the lines uh, one of the things Myron said at the end of the movie was like oh it's the X-Men <laughs> oh yeah near the end of the film <laughs> he comes out of nowhere it's just, it was just like this again this movie was trying to tie like 15 different spider webs worth of plot together and it was just like John Woo you let me down there which I don't mind if you give me my bullet scenes <laughs> And Give Nakanti his bullet scenes, John Woo. Yeah, God. what I expect yeah. from a John Woo film. Give me crazy action choreography. <laughs> I, Don't give I, me I, one fantastic uh, shooting scene in like maybe the first forty minutes, and then and then just give me nothing after that. This is this is one thing that I did want to bring up is that I recently rewatched Face Off, which was also directed by John Woo. How was rewatching it? Because I haven't rewatched it in a long time. I think that Face Off was fun. I it's had fun with to be. it. Yeah, like, and it was also just it was really zany and crazy. And now I'm thinking about it in comparison to this film, and I'm like, you know what? Face Off is a masterpiece. <laughs> this was like comparison. Oh, this was. Ugh. Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna give it my my rating. I'm gonna give it a. Five out of ten, but I would recommend it to somebody who wants to watch a bad movie, probably under the influence of some kind of herbal <laughs> essence. Essence. Yeah, put that in your hair and then drink some green yeah. tea and yeah. some yeah. green. Yeah. We're talking green <laughs> tea. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and I think you'd have a good time with this movie. Uh, I definitely did. There was some cheesiness in there, which I'm always a fan of. And I think that I see what he was going for. It just was not executed <laughs> as well. Especially when I showed you the scenes of his other films. Yes. Like, this doesn't even compare. No. Uh, I think he wanted, to, he wanted something more plot-driven and... I don't know. I mean, technically we, speaking, we got that. We, yeah, for so sure we did. There were so many cars on that highway, though. That's the thing. An abundance of it. Oh. Hey, maybe we'll watch another John Woo film. Full circle. Just to, just to clean our palate, you know? Speaking of John Woo films, have you heard about a John Woo video game? 
because that one's a sequel to a film he's made. Actually, <laughs> Stranglehold, which is an old Xbox 360 game, probably came out seven years ago. I wanted to say uh, it was like 2005. The, yeah, um, when the 360 first came out. Yeah, that was that was actually a really well executed game with good level designs and is a really funny speed run to watch. Hmm. Definitely check out yeah, some check old speed out. runs out, especially since uh, Xbox One is backwards compatible with a huge library a growing of 360 library. games of xbox 360 it's still growing they're still releasing games on it well no no, no no i no, meant like they're, they're still, still doing backwards yeah compatibility. they're still like expanding that back they, they have to do the emulation uh, but yeah i definitely skipped this movie <laughs> this is um but or, not this episode or yeah, <laughs> yeah don't skip this out. i give this movie oh ah 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 out of 10 <laughs> one out of ten. Uh, no, I'm gonna give it a three. Ah, uh, you're nice. You're generous. I'm so generous. Not as generous as me. No, you're yeah, the most you're, generous. You're, generous. you're being too nice. Yeah, three out of ten. I only this like this movie, film like, for two scenes. One, the the very beginning scene. Very cool scene. Which Chum gave Lee. you an expectation that With they Chum did Lee. not meet. No, they didn't. I I'm like when we first watched that scene, I was like, oh, okay, this, this movie's yeah. got. Characters. This is what we're working with. All right, that's nice. Yep. I just I think about the first scene and it's like there was so much going on and I was telling you guys like man I I like the music. This is a good go. choice. Of I was music. like all this right, great. good choice. And then like 15 minutes after that I was like what what is going what is going And then I'm like fuck. <laughs> this is why we have this podcast so we watch yeah. the movies you don't want to watch. It's been a long time since we've had something that's been this bad. <laughs> Yeah, you know we're doing pretty good. I think this is only the second one that we didn't like. Yeah, but we're we're supposed to be watching some bad movies, so they don't have to watch them. We're gonna go through those for you guys. This film yeah. though was much better with two other people than just by yourself. Oh, because <laughs> we're yeah. cracking jokes the whole time. Yeah, so that, that was, made it nice. Yes, that was a blast. Uh, so Nakansi's <laughs> out of ten. Yes. Compared to your five out of ten, I think mine is pretty. Fr- Actually, no wait, Nakansi said three. I was also going to give it a three out of ten because that f- I got honey dicked. This whole movie was the biggest honey dicking I've had in a long time. I was just ready for the music. I was ready for bullets. I was ready for Chun Li. <laughs> oh, I forgot about Chun Li. <laughs> Don't call her the other one though. The yeah. other name I gave her. And then it was just like, what? What's going on? <laughs> Am I awake? Is this real life? It was a rough one. <laughs> um, but let's. Even, oh yeah. Well, uh, what my my continuing statement is simply that even if I had known that this was going to be like a B movie, it probably wouldn't get more than a four anyway. <laughs> this is very true. This was this was a sad honey dicking. Well, guys, Indeed. if you haven't made your decision yet whether or not you're going to watch your movie, we're going to give you a little more, uh, you know, information for you to make that decision mm-hmm. with our mm-hmm. badass mm-hmm. moments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah. Well, do you guys have any badass moments? I do. There were. Okay. Yes. I do. My favorite scene in the film, which they did, a re- it was like, if you want to, you just look up this film on YouTube and they have the scene cut out oh, of the shootout which is the most important scene <laughs> it's a, it should have been more it's basically of these. the whole plot yeah it should you should have had like five of these scenes <laughs> um, but there it's in when they're on the farm 
Oh, right. And they're handcuffed together. Uh-huh. And it was like, I already knew as soon as they're handcuffed together. I'm like, all right, here we go. It's about time. Finally, some crazy fight kung fu, gun fu scenes. And then, and it happened. Yes. Between um, throwing a sword and then like unsheathing it while the other person is shooting and he can't shoot with his right hand because they're handcuffed together. So he's like, mm. you're left-handed today. <laughs> that was I was such like, a this good is awesome. Liner. All right, yeah. here we go. And that would, that's why I got a three out of 10. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That's what gave it its three out of 10. Technically part of the same scene, but my big badass moment was also really homoerotic. <laughs> and it was the that same like near the end of that same scene where they have to reload a nine millimeter and he's just like (gasps) takes the other one like one guy slams it in there and they hold it together (laughs) oh yeah that was was adorable this description is so that was fantastic and 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 he put his hand on the other's hand and it was helped him guide it and but it it was it was a little homoerotic that's okay. Hey, I'm happy that uh, <laughs> the Asian culture is touching a little more yeah, yeah, into yeah. that department. Totally, uh, totally They've okay. been touching the most. <laughs> a little bromance in a kung fu film. I think that's what kung fu films are. That that's was... why. That's why Rush Hour did so well because that was that was one of the first I feel like romantic films. Oh, in, I love that in movie. kung fu. I really Speaking of Rush History. Hour, this isn't really a recommendation, but because the the show is over, but it's on Netflix. It's called The Night Shift, and the guy from Rush Hour One is a doctor in that show. Chris it Tucker, is, no, Jackie the, Chan, the, the the Chinese guy, the villain of Jun the Tao? entire yeah. Oh, Jun Tao, Jun Tao, Jun Tao, Tao. A doctor on this show, and it was the funniest thing. Was I recognized his face right away? I was like, Jun Tao. <laughs> In, uh, <laughs> what are you doing? In my mind, I like to to take all of this cinematic universe and just kind of plotline it together. <laughs> so if I were to take this part, this is probably um, the beginning of Juntao's career before he became a uh, uh, kingpin of of goods. Yeah, smuggling mm-hmm. smuggling goods. goods. Yep. Yeah, on started, the black market. Started out as a villainous doctor, and then. Was he a villainous or is he? He, is he, he a wasn't a villainous. He, good to do. He uh, in in the plotline of the show, he served in Afghanistan with one of the other uh, main characters, and they came back to Tex ass, and they re- became uh, ER doctors. Mm. And he gets some. There, there's some Vietnam vibe. What <laughs> what <laughs> language is this in? Is it in? It's uh, in Mandarin? English. Oh, it's in it's English. In English. That's why it was funny as hell for me. It was like that's Juntao. <laughs> How how's his English? Because his English was pretty bad in in Rush Hour. One. I mean, okay, that was a, what that was two thousand and one. He's had like seventeen years. Yeah, seventeen years. Or so he sounds he sounds like, like Zac Efron, just perfect English. If Zac Efron is your <laughs> epitome of unless English, his, <laughs> unless his Asian accent was just fake, Danny. That's not possible. They're not like paid to act like somebody else. Are holy shit, Nani? What would drive a man My whole to life work has been as? A lie. What would drive a man to work as a doctor and then to smuggle? Breaking Bad is a pretty good example. That way. I have a good. I have a good one. <laughs> what? So, 
what happened was that he needed to do a uh, a, an operator. He was a surgeon, right? Mm -hmm. He's an ER surgeon, and he had to take on a surgery that was very, very risky. Oh. But he had a perfect record. He was like, I'm not going to take this shit, man. I'm not going to take That's just Dr. Strange. Damn it. <laughs> I caught you on that. You can't that. Benedict us. <laughs> <laughs> but you can get the Cumberbabes. Well, check it out. <laughs> the thing is, is it's kind of like Dr. Strange, except he's not snobby like Dr. Strange because he's got a heart of gold. Because and he, he said, worked, he you know what? Medic, yeah. He saw, no, he's, he's in the waiting room was the man's <laughs> wife and the one, the man's young, beautiful daughter who just had eyes just. That's the, that's the beginning tearing, of Rush Hour 2. Stop. Tearing up. <laughs> no, no, no. They, no. There's no kidnapping. And, and she's like, please, you got to save my husband. She's like, save my daddy. And he's like, no, that's just rush hour three now. Hold she on. Becomes <laughs> Wait. And he's like, you know what? I will take, I will, I will do the surgery. Even as risky it is. Well, what happens is he fails and the man dies and he gets sued and he loses his license Whoa. to practice medicine. And that's where he has to pick up the job smuggling goods on the black market. That makes total sense. You know what's ridiculous is that there was an episode in that show where some chick had to have la cocaina <gasps> instead of breast implants. No. Don't well, spend your money on the cocaina. Si, Save no, it for si, your breast implants. Si. No. Oh. La cocaina. Even though I'm not an advocate <laughs> even though I'm not an advocate for breast surgery and girls enhancing themselves physically instead of internally and mentally I would still rather you spend that money on you know that instead of cocaine don't do drugs kids uh yes I've been busy watching a lot of films this week yeah 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 so well, I've been we at work he's gone to like five <laughs> different movies I swear he really has <laughs> yeah I have okay so hereditary um, which Spooky. is a uh, it's supposed to be our modern day uh, exorcist movie <laughs> Spooky and film it is Alex say no. <laughs> it is a very slow burn horror film um, which and it's brilliantly done you can watch it uh, when I first watched it I was like okay okay I don't know how I want to feel about this okay okay well, this is not bad okay it's pretty good okay I like that okay okay it was okay. And then after I processed everything at the end of the movie, I was like, whoa, that was really good. I want to watch it again. This shit was crazy. What? Yeah. A horror movie twice? Yeah. They, and uh, it had like it had him focused. Now, we both know how the concert gets at movies. Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it's only when I watch them really late at night, okay, guys? I get tired. But that's what I'm impressed by. You went to these movies, like, as I got home. Yeah. Like, I was tired. Which was so late. Like, like, I get home at, like, 7, and that's not too late. But it's, like, he had full brain power. For <laughs> Hereditary, if you like horror films, even if you don't like horror films, no. just kidding, Alex, don't no. want, you, you don't want to watch this. I'll never You'll watch have it. nightmares. I will. But, oh. <laughs> Yes, fantastic horror film. Everybody needs to watch this film. Hmm. Yeah, shit's crazy. They take excerpts from um, old British museum books, which is where it gets creep, well, crazy. Hmm. Like, dang, that shit's close to. You can, like, you can, what like, if pull this your own film for it, yeah. manifests this <laughs> entity? Just kidding. I 
not gonna scare you before you drive home at eh, night. I pretty much always do that in my head anyway. Oh. Any any scary movie that I that I watch, I'm like, oh, this is gonna happen right now in my room. <laughs> As I lie here, freaking having an anxiety attack. Second movie I watched, Ocean's Eight. Oh, I saw it with fantastic an, heist movie. I gotta say, I'm a sucker for a heist movie, but Ocean's Eight star was a star-studded cast that carried their own weight really well. Yeah, take a two-hour film and it doesn't even feel like two hours. It was a fun movie. Okay, now I'm gonna ruin it for you guys. How many more female version? of movies are gonna come out you know what i mean of of what were once like iconic male movies so a for lot. example a lot ghostbusters so oceans I, 8 anything I still else i haven't seen ghostbusters oh what's nice is they tie yet, this movie back to the oceans trilogy because the main character is the sister of george clooney which is cool um but it's i mean it started with kylo i mean it started with uh, star wars the well Slowly, we started getting uh, larger female roles, which is fantastic. Which is great. Super stoked about. Don't and, get me wrong. And yes, and this is Hollywood, and they take whatever they want to take and they run with it, and they, they're running with it now. Everything is going to be females. This is the new trend because th- what the trend was at first was taking books and making movies out of them, which they're still doing, which, and they'll never yeah. stop doing. They're not going to stop, and I don't, and I don't necessarily want them to and then they started taking comic book comic books and making those which into is movies. never gonna end now nope not with technology and you know what it's mm-hmm. great i'm not mad at that and then we had old movies being remade remade and then we ha- now that i think the newest trend that we're gonna see i'm gonna call it right now market is iconic male f- movies being done with an all-female cast. Now, that's great. That, you know what this is going to lead to, though? What? It's going to lead to um, all the films that we have been watching for years being remade, but instead of just all-male or all-female, it's going to be both. Okay. I was going to make when, it. When I call it. it. Well, that's going to okay. happen 10 years from now. <laughs> that's great. I just mean, like, my, my point that I'm trying to make is not anti-feminist. Is It's like... What? There's no creativity there. Well, I think there's a that's lack what I was of creativity. Gonna say is is that at what point are you going to call it creativity? Because it's going to be there's because creativity, at least in like food, they did would be out, like they did you know. outdo the oceans movies. They outdid them. They're better. This movie is better than all of them. Really? Yeah. Oceans Eight was that good. Yeah. Uh, wow. What What else I was going to say is like okay, so what would we call female lethal weapon? Um, and then what would we call female Point Break? <laughs> oh, they already remade Point Break. What about Top Gun? What's female Top Gun? They're already doing um, a sequel to Top Gun now. Oh, Tom that's Cruise, right. though? That's right. Yep, with Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. It's already been filming in San Diego. Is film is, is female Top Gun called Topless Gun, or is that a bad porno name? Hey. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we got it out. That's already been made. I made that one. Ah, uh, um, I knew I heard it from somewhere. <laughs> you know what's funny? I think I don't know. Were you, were you, were we having this discussion? You had mentioned Star Wars earlier, and I love that that there are a lot of female uh, 
big roles coming out right now. Tomb Raider. But I would have been excited, another movie that was remade, if they made um, Finn the je- the main Jedi in this movie. I think that would have been more exciting. I think the, the story would have been richer. And here's why. Just hear me out for a sec. All right. Because he was forced into becoming a stormtrooper. And what happened was when he was on his home planet, they came and basically forced everybody into the war and started, like, taking people hostage and, and, and just kind of saying, like, oh, we're we're the first. What is it? What are they considered now? The, the first order. The first order. And we're here to make your lives better. Kind of the way that, like, the Mexican cartel makes small villages lives better. And they definitely do. Think about all the money that they have from the La Cocaina. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happens is what you can do is you can like just kind of see this kid's life like you know kind of unfold. You can kind of be like he 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 meets uh Ray, but you know she has like a different role. She can be like kind of the Han Solo role more like. That still would have been a strong female role. You know where she's kind of the mechanic, and she's kind. Of, she's Sam Solo would have been a pretty cool idea. That would have been dope. She would have been a dope freaking pilot, and we could have focused on Finn becoming the, you know, well, how, yeah, yeah, guess, the first movie, and then the second it. movie would have been more on his background mm-hmm. and how he kind of finds himself in his purpose, as opposed to just doing a female Anakin, because that's basically that's, what he is. I mean. Or the thing is, you mean what she is? She is. Ray is basically a female Anakin, but she was deserted on a desert planet, and just like her father, or not her father, but just like Luke, just like Luke, just it's, like Anakin. Yeah, and it's like oh, we got to keep the cycle going, and I'm just like, let's go with some creativity, y'all. Let's let's. But ah! what I'm what I'm gonna go with is that. But this is supposed to be the trips. new trilogy. Yeah. So this is where this could be a better trilogy <laughs> with Finn. You, How much you're allowed, richer? You're allowed would that to say story? that that would be better and yeah. that would be richer. And I get where you're coming. I from I still there, love Ray, though. I love Ray. What and I was going to say is, I love Ray, and and these are different. We stories. needed a female strong character for Star Wars. Yeah, she would have been about a time. Cool haunt femme solo. Femme solo. If you think is a about great it, idea. Yeah. she would have been a because that's how that's I mean, a completely different character acting wise. She she could still be Ray. No, she can't. Ray, Think about the interaction. No, Ray, Ray no, is not confident enough that's to be a that's Han That's what I was Solo. going to say. Is she that wouldn't Ray. necessarily become a, a, a exactly like him. She would still keep her characteristics, but she's uh, innovative and she's very smart, kind of like Han Solo. I mean, he's Han Solo is kind of one of those characters now who gets by it with heart. But yes, he, he can teach yeah. her that. Like sometimes he gets by with heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. He's definitely not and, the smartest. And that could be the character development where, like, hey, you can't have everything planned out perfectly. Sometimes you just gotta wing it. And that could be her character. What I was going to say is that, uh, and this is this ties back to like my understanding of all sorts of different games, is that what character trait that you're focusing on isn't necessarily the same character trait that they did go with. No, that's, because that's, what, that's, that's the, the thing. And the so, direction of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So this unique characterization that you are that you would think would be a good avenue may not be what everybody actually assumes is what makes the character's identity 
that character, right? So going back to what I talked about with Paladins and Overwatch, okay? In Paladins, there is a red-haired goth-looking punk chick who wears big-ass battle armor. Nice. Okay? You look at this character. In fact, I might just pull it up on the phone. Uh, and then you look at another character, the character from Overwatch, is the exact same idea except it's pink-haired and they call her Zarya. Okay. Now, what makes this character that character is completely different in either game. Okay. But everybody is still going to be busy being like, oh, Paladins is copying Overwatch. Ugh. And it's like, they don't even play the same game. They're not the same game. They look the same, sure. But now you're just comparing a Reuben that's on rye and a Reuben that's on wheat. And you mean by by making the, com- sandwiches. Making, <laughs> the <laughs> making the comparison between Ray and Anakin and Luke? Yes, the like you might be focusing on the actual meat of the sandwich, mm-hmm. whereas everybody else is like, well, I mean, it's 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 a sandwich that's on rye bread. Like, it doesn't really matter what kind of sandwich I'm eating; it's still going to be rye bread. I don't know, man. I think like I'm not saying that you're wrong in yeah. wanting that. I'm saying that wanting fem solo and all the things that you were saying about like potentially fem solo. It would like, be Ray the same. It would be the same thing, but just switched. Like say same character, like yeah. you're how you're saying that. I just don't want to feel like I didn't want to. Um, I wanted a black. Lead see, that's role. different. That's yeah. different because because <laughs> if you say I don't want a female Luke, I want a female Han Solo. It's the th- well, we <laughs> oh, you have to stick somewhat to the formula. You have to so that you can sell sell the tickets. But it, it would but. be cool to see. Yes, a black lead. Yeah, as the it's, main character, especially yeah. since he was a stormtrooper. What? Yeah, yeah. Then you could have had him do some There's, dope it gun. Been cool. And he, yeah. do, I do gun love dreams. how they he dealt with PTSD. That yeah. was a huge thing for Star Wars. Dude, and like never, about never Wars. have they ever talked about that in a film, um, at f- for a family film, PTSD. Yeah. And they do that in not the a, Star Wars. Yeah, film. definitely not this. this um, level I mean, they like, have talked about it in the comics and the books. Which is a huge entire galaxy that is uh, <laughs> just as big, if not bigger, than comic book universe mm-hmm. lore. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you gotten a chance to read any more of the Brandon Sanderson stuff? I'm because still on Mistborns. So, you're but everything you so want mm-hmm. from that Star Wars film that you just said in your head has already been made in the comics. That's what I was going to bring up. Is like, it's, already, it's there. The content is there. It's just unfortunate that the direction that the movies, the films that they're taking is not going to be what you want. And basically, what uh, leading it back to Brandon Sanderson stuff, it's like the story that he's going to give you may not be the one that you want, mm. but at least with Brandon Sanderson, you can like appreciate the story you're getting and then still explore his other universes in the Cosmere, knowing that they're all connected. Like... <laughs> With the Han Solo film, okay, this is this is why they didn't start making a bunch of different ideas come out because they Han Solo didn't even do that well in the box office. It did well for a movie, but not as well as they hoped for, mm. which is why they don't make those risky decisions and they save that for the TV shows and the comics and the books. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely is, backed by money. This is and America. Again, and again, this is America. that's and and that's why I guess um, I wish that we could challenge ourselves 
with with movie with art and cinema only with us you, with we this, can though, but, but no, the but masses I mean, yeah no. the masses aren't going to we're, we're yeah. getting a bunch of disney remakes yeah they're not going to be received as well as as you know as what is what is out there yeah. which is again which it's is the same formula which is why we want to keep our our eyes on those independent films like the masses don't always know what they want and sometimes it's really really risky to fund such projects oh yeah that's that's the big thing I when was you're spending about. millions if i yeah. think <laughs> if if man if black panther came out before the new star wars installment i think they might have found that yeah we should go in the direction where finn is the jedi you know what I mean? I'm just saying. Yeah, no, like they could, like you could make that work. Because now they're yeah. like, but before, okay, this is successful. Let's do this. Definitely before, I tied it back. Everybody no, would be it. like, oh, you can't make that work. Yeah, yeah. No. But yeah. now that, oh, which is really nice, and now we're actually getting Asian Americans in films, even though some of the the new film that is coming out, I have, I don't care for. Um, but it's just nice to see that. And I'm really, yeah, I hope that, and I'm super stoked for I mean, you guys. For, first, it started with uh, getting females into main main leads. Yes. Now we have um, African Americans getting main leads. Now we have Asian Americans getting main leads. Um, and then hopefully we can just have just movies where you everybody has somebody to connect with. It's just a weird, because... I, w- I would love it if we could have like a movie with a Mexican main lead, like a like a that American Mexican. I was lead. gonna say that that isn't, isn't like a stereotype. That heavy, doesn't have to be a like. like they're not out of yeah. L.A. and they're not. They don't have a shaved head and a fat mustache and giant jeans and a giant white shirt and cholo. No, like just a normal. Hi, like me. Hey, what's up, guys? Just a normal, fun-loving dude who's you know like has a lot more elements to me than just the fact that i'm a mexican dude but um oh you mean like an ant-man <laughs> there you go uh oh, yeah. well yeah even that even yeah. even he he's still even a stereotypical was like mexican still, funny dude and, yeah and which again is progress but not enough no yeah um because he was he was just playing a normal dude uh, at least i felt yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, I, still stereotypes to associate to that. Like he literally could not stop running his mouth. He was running it fifteen billion times really fast, and yeah. that, was, that yeah. was like that's that is a stereotype. But I still appreciate the character. Yeah, and I think the weird thing is that we live in the bubble that is California, where San Diego, <laughs> San Diego, just most of California is it's like all uh, cultures for the most part. We're like very multicultural. We're open to uh-oh. Oh, that uh, means we got to we got to end well, this. Yeah, that is the vacuum monster. We have <laughs> been we have technically been over with the regular movie review. We like just turned it into a hour. fun fan fiction uh debate. We just hope you guys enjoyed that. <laughs> God. Instead of our regular movie <laughs> yeah. review, it was it was literally that bad that we had to go into another topic of conversation Which is for okay. you guys. It was fantastic. Um, We're saving you time by having us watch it and stuff and then, you know, so I actually I I want to apologize because I definitely got into a zone of rambling trying to prove my point and give you different examples. But I also did remember what the original point was, which was uh, you know like I, like we said, K 
kickstarting risky goals or just risk like risky things like that definitely there is a time for it but you got to time it right yeah you also gotta you also gotta make sure you're doing it justice because everybody knows mighty number nine flopped but castlevania or bloodstained is already super popular people are already learning new speedrun routes for it like that game already just it just looks like a good castlevania game that's the thing marvel is definitely leading the way um to multicultural movies yeah they really are it's it's very exciting and it's and they've had to do this subtly with a slow build uh and they just kind of just keep changing a few things and putting it out there uh enough to the point where now they can do whatever they want yeah they've gotten there which is why we have these guardians of the galaxy this crazy movie 10 years ago you wouldn't see that no yeah, way. That's too weird. Yeah. It's Thor Ragnarok, too which there. I finally was like not feeling guilty about watching <laughs> because it's on Netflix. Like that movie's fantastic. I love that movie. That movie was great. I hate the meme, by the way, of like young teen, like young teen kid looking up like Thor Ragnarok song. That's like like I always forget the name, but I know it's a Led Zeppelin song. That's the thing. It was like. That meme hit my soul because I'm like that. That's Led Zeppelin. Even I know that. Black Panther, <laughs> Captain Marvel coming out. Yeah, that one's going to be very interesting. There's a lot of fun mm-hmm. uh, facts. I did a lot of reading up on what Captain Marvel's powers and origins were. Uh, Spider Verse or the Miles Morales Spider Man movie that's coming out be fun. in uh, December. Also, Cloak and Dagger. Oh, I started watching that. It's fantastic. Yeah, I really like it. The way they have the they show the parallels, mm-hmm. um, and almost their childhood flips. Yeah, which is crazy. But they show them, uh, like the way that's directed side by side is cool. Well, in this case, they did a, a a black kid who lives in like a suburban, like a very suburban life. Yeah, it but it's very normal. But flipped. Yeah, because he started out opposite. Yeah, Speaking and then uh, and then uh, like a, a white girl who's like kind of living on the streets and stealing and stuff like mm-hmm. that so it's uh it's pretty refreshing um what Spe- were you gonna say uh speaking of like superhero shows on ne- uh, also on netflix it was black lightning now that that was really cool have Ooh. you guys not checked that one out uh-uh. yet? i've watched a, DC? a few episodes yeah I, it's a yeah, dc it's, show it, it was fun it's actually it's, i thought it was it's not really bad fun. it's pretty cool I is like that supposed it. to be static shock you guys no, remember it's that? Not, it's not <laughs> static <laughs> shock. I, I once. Yes, once I love static shock. I did too, man. It but was this, dope. This is not static shock. Yeah, um, but uh, I mean, I thought it was really. F- I just, I just had fun with it. Like I don't know. I, I had fun with Luke Cage, but not the same kind of fun. I thought that this was a little more self-aware. Yeah. Of what it was trying to do. That's kind of cool. I, I think if you can be ironic, and and self-aware. Yeah. Then then it kind of. It makes it, have. A better impact and it's received a little better uh so I, I don't know i think we should end it here <laughs> we had a fun like little fan fiction thing right now a little talk let us know let us know if you guys enjoyed that we'll do a little more of that sometimes if if the movie sucked and we want to jump into that instead we just want more independent thought <laughs> that's I, really we really do and it's nice yeah if i 
I like being pleasantly surprised. Like when I'm okay with non-independent thought. If as long as it's I, extremely it's well self, done, if it's self-aware, <laughs> well, if it's but, self-aware, like yeah, Deadpool in a way. Oh, Deadpool was fun. Yeah, that, yeah, was that film's crazy. Too. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, if you think about it. It's still a normal comic book hero movie. Just satire. But it's It's just crazy. Yeah. Just flips it on its head. uh Uh-huh. There's so much self-awareness in it that they're just kind of like, yeah, we get it. We're we're a comic book hero movie, and this is the same formula in a lot of movies, but we're going to- But watch this shit. But just watch it anyway, because it's- See what happens. Have fun. Uh, To wrap it up. Yes. Follow us. Uh, HSTSC33 on Instagram, Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber on uh, on Facebook, and then shoot us any emails at HSTSC33 at gmail.com for any movie recommendations that you guys want us to watch. For those of you at the live stream, I've got a panel set up down below with a little banner. You'll read it. It says Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber. We've got links to the Facebook, the Instagram, the Blogspot, and the Spotify. Yes. Hey, don't forget to check out the um, the blog, the hstsc.wordpress.com for my World Embryo uh, manga review. Hope you guys enjoy it. And that you guys go and check it out. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Yes. We're hidden shadows of the secret chamber. Good night. Good night, guys. <laughs>